Hi there. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of God Talk. I really appreciate your support and um, you tuning in to this week's episode. So I was listening to uh, the radio this past week, and it was just a couple days ago, and something just really caught my attention. I'm normally not the type of person that gets surprised by much, but occasionally something happens and it's like, are you kidding me? That can't be real. But the way that I'm wired is I don't really believe anything that's just told to me. Um, I went through seminary, you know, I appreciated my seminary professors that were teaching me uh, the Bible and and so forth, but uh, they would teach it. And if something didn't sound right, I would just always, uh, I I wouldn't take it for granted. I wouldn't just accept it because the professor said it. I would dig into the scripture. I would do a little research, try to figure it out for myself. Before I even went to seminary, there were some basic questions I was struggling with as as a Christian. I mean, uh, the divinity of Christ. I mean, is he really equal with God? Um, questions about baptism and uh, evolution and just things like that. And even before I committed to going to seminary, I just I spent a lot of time, hours just researching, not reading articles that would confirm maybe what I thought or what I thought I would believe, but just reading a broad spectrum on, on different things in order to be able to kind of, uh, you know, figure out and come up with an answer for myself. Uh, once again, I'm a person that just doesn't take what people say uh, at, uh, at face value. I want to uh, search it uh, out for myself. So there's sometimes things that, that are just surprising that we come across. For instance, did you know that, like, some cats are allergic to people? <laughs> I, I, I'm the type of person, I don't mind cats. I know some people hate cats. I actually like them, but uh, but man, I'm allergic to them. So uh, we had a cat growing up, and uh, and I'd pet the cat. The cat always wanted to sleep on my bed and so forth. But um, uh, yeah, I could never touch my face after petting the cat. Uh, I was I was always allergic. Uh, well, apparently, cats can be allergic to people too. Who would have known? And, and here's another interesting fact for you: um, you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from more than two miles away. Now, I have to tell you, that's one I, I'm not sure I believe in yet. I have to do a little research on myself, but I read it, and uh, and it appears to be true. Um, in fact, did you know that a blue whale's heart weighs 400 pounds? A 400-pound heart. Who would have known? So, you know what? If you have a 400-pound heart, um, it's probably possible you can hear that, that, that sucker beat for uh, two miles under the under the sea. Now, that's not really what I wanted to talk to you about in this podcast. I heard something else that uh, just kind of shocked me. And uh, and I just had to share it in this podcast because this is called God Talk, but it's also how we understand the world. And we get into politics and we get into uh, uh, some issues that uh, you know, are, are don't, at least on the surface, uh, seem to apply a lot to our faith. Uh, but everything does really as we understand what our role as Christians in terms of this world in which we live. So uh, I'll get to that point of how it ties to our faith towards the end of the podcast. But I was listening to um, it, it was a uh, it was a talk show. I'm not sure who the person was, and I only caught a small part of it. But he was uh, speaking about this new report that came out, in which identified that um, the top 25 what they would call mega cities in the world are responsible for over 50 percent of the pollution on the planet. Let me say that again, that there's these mega cities and that there are literally 25 cities on this planet that produce 
more than 50% of the greenhouse gases and pollution on this planet. I know you can define pollution a variety of ways, but this was specifically looking at greenhouse gases. And and I heard that. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Uh, these, uh, these 25 cities, in terms of the amount of area that they cover, they only cover 2% of the world's, uh, the, 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 the landmass of the earth, and they account for over 50% of the pollution. Crazy. Um, and so this, this, uh, this uh, scientific results came out that we're measuring the pollution in, in these different cities, and here's the shocking part. The top 50 polluting cities in the world, these mega cities, do you know how many of them are in the United States? What do you think about 20, maybe 13, certainly at least 10, right? Zero. Zero of these top polluting cities are found in the United States. Where are they found? Well, seven of them are in China. In fact, the number one most polluting city in the world is in China. Seven of them are from China. 36 of them are in India, five are in Pakistan, and two are in Bangladesh. Now, let me ask you, this is the big rallying cry of, of the Democrats is, is uh, greenhouse emissions and what we need to do in the United States. We need to start taxing people based upon their carbon footprint. We need to invest in these Tesla cars, which apparently uh, to dispose of their batteries is far worse for our environment than even burning gasoline in a car for over 10 years. I, I mean, just the craziness that we get into in this in this country, which once again, I mean, I don't know where you stand on the whole global warming thing. Uh, I, I've got mixed reviews. Do I believe that cities in, in pavement and different things increase temperature yeah that's why you know it, it doesn't snow in dallas fort worth but it will out in the country because the residual heat that comes off of buildings pavement i mean i get that now you want to start talking about gases and stuff like that i don't have as much knowledge in that but i do know that i was alive in the 1970s and in the 1970s there's way more pollution in the united states than what there is now and uh, we were told we were going into an ice age in the 1970s seriously it was it was it, it was certain um, I, probably because of the pollution. I don't remember what the reason was. I was just a kid. I was born in 72. But in the late 70s, it was common knowledge that we were headed into another ice age. Um, never happened. Um, and now we're, of course, global warming and all the ice is going to melt and we're going to eventually die a, uh, a miserable uh, but somewhat slow death because of the heating up of the environment. I mean, heaven forbid, if you actually think about it, if if we keep adding to the to, to the ice at, at, at the poles and stuff and, and it never for, you know, I don't believe that the earth is millions of years old. But if you're going to buy into this whole mindset that that the earth is millions of years old, uh, you know, if, if for millions of years you keep adding more and more ice to the poles, you end up start having a problem. It's kind of like those old time freezers that we had, once again, if you were alive in the 70s uh, or before, um, they weren't auto defrosting. So they would build up frost on them. And, and you know what? Pretty soon, <laughs> I had one of these uh, when I was in seminary, um, you didn't have room for anything in your freezer because it was all filled with ice. So I would think God being, you know, 
pretty knowledgeable and such, uh, knowing what it takes for things to uh, to endure, uh, would potentially come up with a system that would defrost itself every so often, so that you know the the you know the polar ice caps don't reach out to Mars or put the Earth in a weird wobble or spin. So I, I I'm not overly alarmed if you tell me you know that that the the ice caps are are melting. It seems like that could be a good thing before then they start freezing again and building up ice again. And uh, uh, once again, uh, whether or not we were going into an ice age in the 70s, it appears that we we weren't. Uh, whether or not we're perpetually going to keep getting hotter and hotter and hotter from here, and we'll never have another cool down again. Well, I guess you know in another 20 years we'll we'll see. I don't really care where you fall on that once again. I'm skeptical, uh, but I don't have enough knowledge to uh, to speak about it uh, other than the general sense that I just did. So uh, be it as it may, why does this become a major issue in American politics when you take the top, so the top 25 cities, these mega cities in the world cause 52% of the pollution. I told you that the top 50 cities, there's not one from the United States in it. They're primarily India, then China, Pakistan, and Bangladesh. So we're going past the top 25, which make up 52%. So you probably think the next 25 might make up a, a pretty good chunk there too. And none of them have to do with us in America. So how much are we impacting the environment in, in our country? And why are we to made feel guilty? Like when we get in our cars and we mow our lawns and we do this and that, like we're destroying Mother Earth. It's not reality. In fact, search this stuff out for yourself. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Don't believe anything that anyone tells you because we're informed by government and major corporations that we're killing the planet, that we're doing this and this and that. And even if you believe that's true, it's not the United States of America who's doing it. Let's shut down China. Let's shut down India. Let's shut down a lot of these developing countries. They're the ones that you can't even see in because there's so much pollution in the air. And, and research it for yourself. I don't know where America falls, our highest city. On the, the broadcast I was listening to, I think uh, there was a city that he said in America is like number 90. I have to tell you, I, I, I spent like 20, 30 minutes before I started this podcast just looking at different lists. Um, I, I found a list that uh, showed the top 500 cities uh, pollution-wise in, in the world. And there wasn't one from the United States on it at all. In fact, I, I think the only one from even like Europe, there was some uh, from from Poland uh, that were somewhere like around the 480, 490 top polluting cities, right? So this isn't an issue here in America. It's not an issue in the in the West. Russia, Moscow, um, I believe, ranks high on uh, some of the lists. Uh, so you know, Russia has one, uh, but it, it's primarily a Chinese, India, you know, type type problem. But you would think, according to our political races and so forth, this is this is of dire circumstances here in America. I was shocked. I'm going to suspect that almost all of you are shocked by hearing what I just said. And I needed to pass it along because I think truth matters. And, and I think, you know, as Christians, we need to be careful to not just believe what it is that we hear uh, because we're guilty of doing it. Once again, I, I, I never did it in seminary. And, and you, you need to question what it is that you hear uh, to, to see if it's true. Uh, that 
is that includes things in this world, but it also includes things with our faith. You know, I'm going back to, you know, one of the reasons I, I really struggled with seminary and didn't like it is because I, I went to a Lutheran seminary and people thought like Martin Luther was perfect, like he could never be wrong on anything. And I'm here to tell you, Luther had some real issues. Uh, not only was he vulgar, um, he, uh, he was anti-Semitic and, and, and listen, the guy was far from perfect. Um, and to, to pretend that that's not true is ridiculous. Uh, so you got to look at things objectively. You got other people who drink the Kool-Aid with Kelvin and Zwingli. So during the time of the Reformation, you had, you know, people that were drinking the Kool-Aid of the Pope or the reformers. You can't. We're not here to follow and serve man. You know, in the 1700s, if you remember your history uh, and uh, and so forth, uh, Jonathan Edwards was very uh, influential just in terms of uh, bringing about a, um, uh, a revival of sorts in, in Christianity um, in the West. Um, Karl Barth in the 1900s was very influential. Uh, Billy Graham, of course, was very influential, um, especially here in America, but really in, 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 in the world in the uh, mid to later 1900s as well. Now, who is it? I don't know. Craig Rochelle, uh, whoever your favorite uh, megachurch pastor is, wherever you live. I, I don't know. There, there's, there's not really one person that really sticks out more than others. I, once again, I'd probably, from my perspective, say Craig Rochelle because of um, the amount of uh, people that are connected to uh, his church and so forth. Uh, but, but it's a little bit more broken up right now. But my point is, is in the same way that people just kind of would follow whatever the Pope said or follow whatever Luther, Calvin, Zwingli said, you know, people follow whatever, you know, Karl Barth said or Billy Graham said or maybe Craig Rochelle says, or maybe there's some people that listen to what I preach and teach and just take it for, for, for truth. I hope it is, and I'm trying my hardest to make it that way, but do I understand everything perfectly? Absolutely not. And so, you know, if you struggle with something that I said, the first thing you need to do is get your butt in scripture and then get your you know butt on the internet and read what other theologians and, and scholars are saying about it and so forth and 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 get different sides of it. But but you better support your view based upon scripture and not just because you heard someone else say this or that or it's just how you feel. I mean, it's ridiculous, and, and, and this is how we end up believing things that aren't true. This is how we end up believing that somehow in the United States we're responsible for, for destroying the environment when it has really nothing to do with us. You know, knowledge is power. Um, but I was thinking of a Bible passage that kind of plays into the fact that sometimes we follow maybe our favorite preacher and teacher and, and that's who we believe and, and that's what we follow when in fact that's not even a reality uh, at all. Um, and, uh, and I came across this passage or want to share with you this passage. I, I'm very familiar with this passage. I'm just sharing it with you. But, you know, Paul's dealing with this in his letter to the Corinthians uh, because, you know, people were kind of picking, you know, who who they favored in terms of their, their favorite church planter. Um, and Paul says, um, uh, basically, uh, for one says, I follow Paul, First uh, Corinthians chapter 3, starting verse 4. Um, for uh, when one says, I follow Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What, after all, is P Apollos? And what is Paul? Well, they're only servants through whom... You came to believe as the Lord assigned to each his task. 
Paul says, I planted the seed, Apollos waters it, but God's the one that makes it grow. So neither the one who plants the seed and the one who waters it is anything, but only God who makes it grow. Uh, so I encourage you, you know, as we kind of bring this into our faith, as we try to understand what is truth and what is reality, uh, don't ever take just what a person says. Don't be a fan or a groupie of, of, of who your pastor is and, you know, what maybe your pastor makes a quarter of a million dollars a year and he drives a fancy car, he lives in a fancy house, he's a rock star, he's a celebrity. I could care stinking less. You know what? Don't follow man. Follow God. Um, appreciate you uh, uh, listening to this podcast. Uh, if you weren't shocked about the whole environment thing, then hopefully you were at least shocked that uh, uh, cats are allergic to people, or at least that you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from more than two miles away, and that it is 400 pounds. Be educated. Follow God. Don't follow man. I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great one.